This is a Mugstain Productions podcast. and trainers and welcome to unknown radio your mugstain production pokemon talk show where we take a peek at every single pokemon and bear in mind there is a thousand of them so let that sink in i am claudia and i am here with my co-host and longtime partner in team rocket Catherine. hello i'm Catherine. i bring the pizzazz while claudia brings us the facts I still love that so much. I think I need to put in a real news teleprompter voice. Just like boom, boom, pizzazz. I got the pizzazz. All right. This week we are covering number three in the Pokedex. And this is going to be our first fully evolved Pokemon, as well as the first Pokemon we are covering that has multiple forms. So that will be fun and very confusing for both of us. And this is Venusaur. Well, then you got the name right. I did. I was worried I was going to keep saying Ivasaur or Bulbasaur. Do you know the tagline for Venusaur? I've got a tree on my back, bitch. Venusaur, I've got a tree on my back, bitch, Pokemon. <laughs> like, Believe it or not, Venusaur is also the seed Pokemon. Oh, for God's sake, come up with something new. Is it even a seed anymore? It's a full-on tree. It was actually very interesting. This was the first Pokemon, at least in the Pokedex, that a gender variation was introduced. And it's the only one of the, any of the starters that has this. A female Venusaur, bear in mind there's only 12.5% of them that are female, has a little seed that just sits on top of the flower. Okay, that's kind of cute. I can get on board with that. Right, here we go. So how we were saying about how the Venusaur must lay the eggs, mm-hmm. surely then it's got to be pollinated, and that's why it's got the seed ready for it to lay some eggs. All right, and is this is this like the seed that will turn into another little baby Bulbasaur, or is this the seed that they then plant into the Bulbasaur's back when it's born? I don't, it would make sense if that was the seed that went into the Bulbasaur. If there would be like a full life cycle of this like symbiotic entity, so the the, the Venusaur, the animal version, would lay the egg, and then the Venusaur, which is its, you know, symbiotic plant that lives on its back, has a seed, and then they merge that into the baby. Yeah. It's a circle of life. That's actually quite beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful, man. You're not wrong. Um, And then the Venusaur is also grass poison. Makes which sense. Started, yeah, started to make more sense last time. They live between seven to ten years which actually isn't that much no so the longest lifespan is 20 years yeah i'm assuming if a bulbasaur yeah if a bulbasaur lives until it's three like at a push and then and then the ivasaur then goes on again to seven it could have another 10 years on that life but like 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 you said if they're like hamsters and they say yeah a hamster lives one to three years and they actually mean like one and a half to two yeah although seagulls fun fact do live for 30 years so a seagull can outlive are you serious yeah 
No, I am serious. There are seagulls that were born in the 90s. I would love to see how decrepit a 30-year-old seagull looks. I think that their heads just get more dense the older it gets. A bit like Venusaur. I mean, Venusaur's head is a lot denser. He's he's a thick boy. <laughs> he's a thick boy. They're now six six foot seven inches, and I'm not sure if that's because that's like the height of a very tall man. Is that just the height of its tree? I I was wondering if it's the height of like the, the its toes to the tree, or is it from nose to butt? It well, height implies toes to tree, right? Length yeah. would be nose to butt. And I mean, looking looking at a picture of it, I could imagine a person standing next to it. It doesn't look weird that it's that tall. I mean, I've just found a picture of a person stood next to a realistic Bulbasaur, and I won't lie to you, it's terrifying. A Venusaur is, is a Pokemon I would not want to run into. Well, we'll find that out towards the end when we get there um so with this height oh i got sent a picture that is terrifying right (laughs) uh oh oh yeah i'm gonna refer back to that picture later on in the question segment (laughs) yeah me too it's haunting my dream (laughs) it's gonna become my sleep paralysis demon is venusaur So it weighs on average 220.5 pounds. Fucking hell. How has it gone, right, from this small-ass Ivasaur that's, like, still the size of a child to this humongous monster? Monster, yeah. I have no idea because it definitely got a whole lot more chunky really fast. So they probably could have beefed out Ivasaur a little bit more, made it less cute and more horrifying to go with the Venusaur. But then, like you said, it did almost skip the awkward teenage stage that a lot of them had. Like, mm. the Ivasaur looks, still looks nice, whereas I'd say, like, in the middle, like, Ch- Charmeleon, he's not nice to look at. He's got a weird horn on his head. He's gangly looking. Yeah. Okay, so Venusaur, what it look like? What's it look like? It's a lizard with a tree on its back, Claudia. It's like a, uh, like a, a a big fat bearded dragon with, with a tree on its back. With a tree on its back. I like. It's got some warts. of them that have vines coming out of them. Oh yeah, it's got that vine whip, one of its most important moves. <laughs> <laughs> the only move. So, in terms of its development, again, it's resembling both a horned frog and, ex- excuse my pronunciation, pariasaur. Pariasaur, which know, is it's like an extinct large herbivorous para reptile. That sounds sick, right? So we finally get to the fact that the name combination of dinosaur we've come full circle. This is this sense. might be why, right? And the name combo, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be like Venus, as in Venus flytrap and dinosaur, or it could be venom and dinosaur. I always thought it was Venom. I always thought it was Venus. Because I always say Venusaur. And it w- it would make more sense if it was a po- like because it is a poison type, that it was Venom and ven- Venomous. Yeah. Because now this flower is in full bloom. It's, again, the, the what we were talking about last week, 
the corpse flower that is supposed to smell like decaying flesh. And if you look up a corpse flower, it looks just like this thing on Venusaur's back. And when I looked that up, my mind was blown because I had no idea. I just thought it was a fancy looking weird tree. I mean, it is a weird looking tree. But yeah. The the shiny version, though, again, it's yellow. Which <sighs> Love a bit of yellow, me. It just, it, it just looks bedazzled. Yeah. It's like a fancy More bedazzled boy. Pizzazz. It, it, definitely a Pokemon for you, then. Oh, you know it. With a pizzazz. The first Pokedex entry for this guy uh, says that the plant blooms when it is, in, is absorbing solar energy. It stays on the move to seek sunlight. So this guy's entire life is just walking around to the sunny side of the street. Jesus Christ, what a life. Like, that's like a cat's life, but better. Right. It's a big, fat, ugly cat with warts. Yeah. Well, I did say, didn't I, that gives off a cat, like Bulbasaur gives off cat vibes. With them ears, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would. it's so big it would just have to sit and absorb sunlight, which would kind of make it a little bit useless, in my opinion. Not because I'm biased and I've never picked Bulbasaur, but as like a battling Pokemon, because all it wants to do is just hang out and sunbathe. And it would be useless. Like, you know, it's like it's already retired. Yeah. Um, And that kind of goes into this Pokemon's behavior, um, what I found out looking through all of the Pokedex entries, which there is a horrible amount of them now, uh, it says that they are powerful but relatively nonviolent. They are docile and prefer to sunbathe for energy rather than fight. They follow the sunny patches that reach the forest floor as the sun moves across the sky. As well as being able to calm hostile Pokemon, the flower aroma attracts many bug-type Pokemon to the flowers to aid in pollination during breeding season. Yeah, so again, that makes sense from what we were saying about the seed. Mm-hmm. It must be pollinated. I reckon that it's got to be the one that they plant on a Bulbasaur. Makes sense. Yeah, so they don't even want to fight. They just want to sunbathe and be pollinated. What I mean, he doesn't. You know <laughs> just... what I'm saying? <laughs> It's just a, a, a retired old man. Yeah, they've retired and they've moved to Florida. They've had enough with life. They just want nudist beaches and to fuck. <laughs> yeah, um, again, who doesn't, you know? Be more like Venusaur. <laughs> That's my new motivation. <laughs> Motivational Monday. Be like v- Venusaur. Sunbathing and fuck. <laughs> Like, do you remember that program, um, Sun Seeing Suspicious Parents? Yes! Yeah, oh, be like Venusaur on that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting little fact, we've covered the bol- the Venusaur, uh, this is happening now, we've covered the v- the Venusaur, and now we're going to head to the flower. And we talked a little bit about last time that the bulb on the Ivasaur let out this little bulb farts of a nice smell the flower on its back releases a very sweet aroma that is said to soothe the emotions of people and additionally after a rainy day the smell of the aroma grows stronger and is known to attract other pokemon i mean if you want to fill up your pokedex then it's great to have around he's like a a law 
It's like bait. Yes. In a rat trap. In <laughs> a rat trap. <laughs> Just pour water on him and be like, smell better. And then all the Pokemon are going to come and he's happy because he's just getting watered by his trainer while he takes a nap. Yeah, I mean, that sounds dreamy. He's living the life. I think he could be useful, not to battle with, but to have around. And I guess you could ride on it. It's big enough. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere very fast, but... I don't know how comfortable it would be. Like, Although I reckon that you could make a little leaf seat. With just a little right, a little cup holder. You could put a cup holder in the middle of its flower at the top. Imagine turning it up to work. This is my new whip. <laughs> Check out my whip. <laughs> They'll be like, well, you're five days late to work. So. <laughs> yeah, you were due in on Tuesday. It's now Friday. Yeah, well, I had a good time. <laughs> it takes him a while. He has to take frequent nap breaks whenever there's sun. <laughs> And he stops working in the nighttime because there's no sun and he is powered. He's solar energy. <laughs> he's like a solar powered calculator. <laughs> it's like the slowest solar powered Tesla. Um, And then this ability of that smelling flower goes on to say that this allows the Venusaur to serve as peacekeepers in their native forest. But they can also defend their territory very fiercely if they must. Which is... Oh. It's like terrifying. a big scary mama bear. Like, it's cute, and if you don't bother it, then it's fine, but if you mess up, it's gonna fuck you up really yeah. bad. Because, you know, it's got that solar beam. So, <laughs> Or the vine whip! <laughs> or the vine whip! <laughs> or that leech seed. You want me to get seeded by a Venusaur? <laughs> this is terrifying. So... Venusaur is interesting because they started to add different forms. I know we're talking about it. We'd be cool to have a, like a regional form. Yeah. Um, it does have two different forms. They have the Mega Venusaur, which you can get from Mega Revolving, which I believe is like with the power of some kind of magic device or friendship or some kind of Pokemon thing. Yeah, some Pokemon magic. Mm-hmm. And they have a Gigantamax version, uh, which is like the one of the new versions that they've put in, where certain places allow Pokemon to get this like massive form. Um, but we will get to that one. We'll cover Mega Venusaur first. Do you know what this Pokemon looks like? Is that the one that looks like a mushroom? No, that'll be the Gigantamax one. The no Mega. Idea. The Mega Venusaur looks essentially the same. I don't know if you want to Google to see what him's looked like. He looks the same. The flower is a lot taller and they have like another layer of those palm leaves with oh, vines hanging. Yeah, there we go, the vines for that whip. Oh, look at the little flower on his head. He's, he's, he's pretty. He's, oh, he's turned cute. a lot prettier. Yeah, so he's a little bit bigger. He's now 7 foot 10 inches and weighs 342.8 pounds. And the little bit I have that says he when he's mega evolved, the flower in its back grows larger and smaller flowers bloom on its head and its butt. So you can't see that, but he also has a butt flower. <laughs> like I said, of its butthole, it's just a flower. <laughs> it's just a, like a little flower on its anus. Toot toot. 
So he's just it just ups for a little while, and this doesn't is this not like a forever revolution? It's like a temporary boost up. Uh, I think he's cool. I think he's cool. To be fair, I'm here for him. You just like pop it. this thing out, mega revolve him. He, I mean, I would pick that. I wouldn't yeah. pick Venusaur, but I think I might pick that. I pick the mega dope. Venusaur. Yeah, he's he's cute. He's got a little flower. He's a fancy boy. Yeah, he's got a he butthole takes care flower of himself. He's got those vines. That's all he's really bringing to the table. But no, I like him. He's he's got kind of RuPaul energy to me. Like he he fan he fancy boy. I like him. <laughs> he's fancy. He's he's a gentleman. Yeah, he'd definitely take you out for dinner first. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and he'd have one of them fancy watches. Oh, what a pocket watch! <laughs> Even better, he'd have a pocket watch. <laughs> I don't know where he'd store it, but he'd have a pocket watch. And then uh, we go on to the Gigantamax Venusaur, um, in which you said this is the one that kind of looks a little bit like a mushroom. Yeah. And he goes up to, are you ready for this? I don't think I am. 78 feet and 9 inches tall. I'm going to have to convert that, because that's so many feet, I can't picture it. Yeah, let me. I'm just converting it, all right? Because I'm, I'm You're European, mate. Seventy-eight foot, and it shoved that into meters. Twenty-three point seven five meters. Yeah, that's like an eight-story building. Yeah, and he's so big, he has no recorded weight. No one knows how much this thing weighs. Damn. Well, I mean, it's got to be bigger than a blue whale. Yeah. He is absolutely. I would, I would cry if I saw this. Yeah, same. So the power of Gigantamaxing has made Venusaur's flower so large that it covers the Pokemon's body. The petals are so thick that they repel most attacks. Venusaur uses these petals as a shield while swinging two thick vines to attack. Still knows Vine Whip. <laughs> <laughs> can't forget it's one move <laughs> it's one move fine whip leaves from that flower are now covering its whole body it's making it look like a mushroom but that's actually really cool that is cool i i pick gigantamax just to Venus keep that one. in your house <laughs> mate if 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 a venusaur came up to me and when you know and said look you're coming back to my lair i'd be like well i ain't gonna fight you am i Look at the size of you. <laughs> Just be like, yes, sir. I'd live underneath its flower. Like I'd be like safe. Tarzan. Be very safe. It's like a whole, probably a whole ecosystem oh, underneath yeah. that flower. It's his own terrarium. Mm-hmm. So it actually has a little bit of um, natural ability with this guy. Apparently the flower spews so much pollen that it resembles a volcanic eruption. Inhaling the pollen can cause uncontrollable sneezing and can even cause fainting. However, the pollen also stimulates plant growth, growing large plants and thick forest growth wherever the pollen falls. So what you're saying is this guy is how we're going to cure climate change. Yeah, you can just bring back the rainforest. Yeah, like that's all I'm hearing. I'm hearing that this he's going to save the world. One gigantus max Venusaur at a time. 
That's now we just need saving the world one gigantamax Venusaur at a time. Yep, that's that's what I said. I said what I said. Then goodbye I global warming. Goodbye pollution. Goodbye deforestation. Just throw just one gigantamax Venusaur and just cart him around wherever you need him. I ain't being funny, but if you were going to go chop down a forest and you saw one of those guys, that forest is his. You ain't taking that off him, are you? Ah, uh, no. He'd be the size of the forest. <laughs> he is the forest. Is everything just living underneath his massive petals? I could see it. It's nice and moist under there. It's protected. Nothing going in. No attacks. He smells really good. Even though he'll make you sneeze. Uncon- Imagine having hay fever and coming across one of them. I'm not being funny. You've heard me sneeze. You I already sneezed eight times in a row. I'd be a goner, mate. Just pass out from sneezing. Yeah. yeah. Not the Pokemon for you. Not at all. <laughs> Definitely not. We'll move on to our little question section. Question segment. Uh, so if we're talking about just normal Venusaur, because obviously we cannot touch the genius that is the life-saving, world-changing Gigantamax Venusaur, which is probably one of my favorites now. Thank you. Uh, if you were just wandering through a forest and you come into a clearing and you see like a big Venusaur, what would you do? I'd, I'd take a photo and then I'd run. I would, I would, yeah, I would not want to encroach on its territory. I do not want to see one of these angry. I, I don't want to even try and befriend it because it's six foot seven. Oh, no, no. I mean, it's six foot seven. It's not that huge. But it is also scaly. And it knows Vine Whip. Oh, and so. Sunbeam. And Solar Beam. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be taking it home like I did the other two. We'll go back to that picture of realistic Venusaur, which I think yeah. I'm going to have to put a bunch of those pictures up on the Instagram because that's horrifying. Yeah, and then people can have a reference as to why we refuse to go near it. Oh, yeah. Take a picture and then just back away. I wouldn't want to turn my back on it. Oh, no. I would just leave and I'd be just don't go in there. Um, It will probably kill you. I will like text my ex and invite him to the forest. Um, (laughs) That's neither here nor there. It's Uh. it's tradition just to go and put your hand in its mouth. (laughs) Stroke its plant for good luck. (laughs) Go kiss it on the face. If, If this Pokemon existed in the real world, what kind of functions or uses or jobs could it have? So we've already covered Gigantamax. He he's gonna cure pollution. Everything. Yeah. Um OG one, I mean, he would be good for pollination, you know? Take him to the botanical gardens. They'd be looking luscious all year round. And yeah, he'll just spew out some of that nice smell. And yeah. if he attracts in like a lot of Pokemon, a lot of he could reestablish ecosystems. Yeah. We could just put him in some forests, create a new, create a new little poker forest. Yeah, rotate him around, kind of everywhere once a year, just to give off a waft, attract some new things. Be brilliant to try and start like a new ecosystem somewhere, like building up yeah. a new forest or a new big 
vivarium or something and he just has a little wasp instant instantly fixed yeah i'm here for it i think he'd be quite useful if and he's got fine whip so he can do a lot of things with the fine whip and solar beam (laughs) the solar beam uh what do you think it eats everything that comes in its path have you seen the size of it this could eat a beedrill yeah this could eat anything I reckon... I'm trying to think of the biggest bug Pokemon I could think of. Butterfree, Beedrill, Venonat. Mm, gloom. Or could munch on a Gloom or a Vile Easy. Plume. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But do you know what? I also think it wouldn't want to. There's these friends. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it would. it could at any point eat anything it wanted. But I don't think it would. I think it'd stick to just like little flies and that. Yeah, because this... It, I can understand why the other ones would need to do it because they're trying to get to this point at the Venusaur that they don't want their bulbs to kind of outgrow them and end up sucking everything from them. This guy doesn't need to evolve. He doesn't need to get any bigger. Maybe photosynthesism is enough. I reckon like as the occasional snack, laying in the sun, chilling, you know? It's a nice little sandwich. Maybe a fish because he is a big frog. You can pick up a Magikarp. Frogs eat fish though. If they're this big, I think they could probably eat whatever they want. <laughs> exactly. That was my point. Like, at this stage, look at the size of him. Anything he wants, it's his. Rocks. Trees. Nice fruit. I would imagine, like, if he is uh, the peacekeepers of the forest, um, the other Pokemon could, like, make, like, a nice little offering of, like, apples and berries and, and leave it for him because... He's going to be the heart of the ecosystem of this forest. Yeah. Yeah, so I reckon he's just like the scary-looking neighbour that's actually all right. He still takes your bins in, you know? Yeah, and, you you know, on Christmas every year, you've got to slip him a little something. Yeah, and I reckon he'd take your parcel in. It wouldn't be a problem for him. Yeah, he wouldn't leave it in the rain. No. No, and he'd leave you a little note. He'd tell you if he's having a party. He would, and you'd never yeah. go, but it was it's nice that you're invited. Yeah, and he's telling you, we're going to be loud, just to let you know, hun. You know, you yeah. know that's f- cheers, mate. That's what I want. And uh, if there's someone lurking around your place, he would be like, do you know this person? Yeah. Like a, like a protective old grandpa neighbor. You know what? A bit like Mark. Going to say it. The Venusaur is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Yeah. I see it. Terrifying, Very but also terrifying. We'll change your oil. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll service your car yeah. without asking. In the yeah. best way. He'll he'll pick you up food just because he's past it. You know. That's so awesome. You need something doing. He'll fix it. Yeah. He knows how it's to hot. do it. Somehow knows how to do everything. Yeah. No idea how he got the skills. You don't ask yeah. him that. Yeah, I have a tool for that. Why? Why not? Okay. <laughs> Better to have it than to not have it. That's fair. All right. Uh, could we eat this? Yes. Would you we? You reckon? No. I was, I was going to say, would he let you eat him? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Although, he might give you a couple of his leaves if you've befriended him. I could I could see that. And like obviously he gets pollinated, so a lot of these bug Pokemon are going in there and having a little snack. 
do you reckon he could produce fruit? Ooh. I mean, the Mega Venusaur definitely looks like it could have some bananas or something in there. A thousand percent. He's got to have some sort of fruit. Or a berry. Yeah. Again, a seasonal form. They could... A certain region, not a seasonal form, a regional form. A certain place could have berries coming off of him, or like. Uh... Oh my god! Imagine a strawberry one. Oh, little pack that, of that would be right here in Florida. In the I live right where the strawberries bloom. I would not say Florida is best known for its strawberries. We Just have the strawberry festival. We have the. You have a strawberry festival. The world-renowned strawberry festival. Yes, we do. No, it's like a. I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. It's like no. a yearly event where everything is strawberry themed, and people travel from all over America to come and eat the strawberries and do themed strawberry southern things. Right, I want to do that. That's on my bucket list because I don't believe you. And I have to have you come because I have to prove the point. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, I reckon it would be like a prid quo, a quid pro quo. I think. Like, would you like some of my berries? You need to do something for me. I can definitely yeah. see that. Like, pollinate me, and you can have something. Um, that didn't sound great. <laughs> pollinate <laughs> me, and you can take my. All right, so if you walk into a bar and there's a hefty-looking Venusaur sat there drinking a scotch, could you take him in a fight? Absolutely not. No, there's I'm no way. I couldn't take him on. I could get Larry with him, pretend I could take him on, and then I'd run so fast. I'd be calling security on his ass. I'd be like, look, this guy started on me, even though I antagonized him, because you've met me after a couple yeah. of beers. I'll be antagonizing anyone. And then deny it. <laughs> I never did Run that. Away. I, started it. <laughs> I would buy I would buy him a drink and then say thank you to him. <laughs> Just for existing. <laughs> and then I would leave. <laughs> thank you, sir. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you for letting me buy you this drink. I bid you farewell. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, no, not a chance in hell that I could be Irving a but yeah, Venusaur. And it's so thick. Like, it's so... <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it has an ability called, like, thick fat. <laughs> no way. So even if you punch it square in the face, he ain't gonna feel anything. I wish I had that ability, to be honest. It will be like Bella punching Jacob in Twilight. You'll break your hand and he'd be fine. I don't know why you decided you think a Twilight reference is how to explain it to me. You could have gone with, like, Harry Potter. Like, pfft. You can't go wrong with a Twilight reference. Joe, we'll have the Twilight discussion another day. Today's not the day. I don't know enough about Twilight. This is when I'm going to open the next episode with a with a Twilight reference just for you. I'll just start singing Puppet Pals. <laughs> Snape's never Snape. <laughs> Dumbledore! You can make a Pokemon version of it. It'll go viral. Oh, my God. Yes. I will contact our TikTok manager about that. Wait, we got a TikTok manager? We do. Her name is uh, Sky from Mugstain Productions, who all of our TikToks will be going on to. Oh, this is a plug at Mugstain Productions on TikTok to see Pokemon themed TikToks because uh, I don't know how to make TikToks. 
Because <laughs> I'm a millennial. Yes, so I got a Gen Z to do it for me. My man. <laughs> this is how you do it. So that's it with our Venusaur big, hefty, chunky, thick, fat man. In sum- summary, he's going to cure... the Gigantamax will cure slash fix the pollution and deforestation. Yeah. And the normal one, I ain't going to beat him up. Yeah, no one could win in a fight yeah. with this guy. I Apart from maybe a Charizard. Could be- Charizard could beat this. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd give... Um, I'd let... What's his name? Fury in, in the ring with him for a few rounds. Ooh. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd love to see just someone beat this guy up because I'm so terrified of him. Oh, he's absolutely horrific, but... Do, do you like him more or less than when we started? Oh. I like him more too. I the slept Gigantamax, on him. The Gigantamax one. Honestly, Epic. my favourite thing in the entire universe. And he looks stoned as hell. Exactly. He's dreamy. I mean, it was always like, yes, Blastoise, awesome. Charizard, awesome. I never looked at Venusaur. I thought he was boring. But with his, like, 100, 100 stats, and i he's grown on me. I'm Probably converted. wouldn't pick him still, but... I still wouldn't ever go Bulbasaur as a starter, but I am impressed with Venusaur. He's definitely my third choice. <laughs> <laughs> he is my third choice too Uh, you know but as do you know what i'm not a grass pokemon fan so i'd say probably the best grass pokemon i agree if i had to have a grass i'm also why are we the same i also do not pick grass pokemon if i had to have one i would well i'd either go with leafeon or i'd go with this guy i think i'd go this guy or but i mean i'm a butterfree fan i can't lie yeah, Butterfree, I think, is flying bug, so you're good. Even though bug and grass are essentially the same thing. Yeah, but no, in my, I'd, in I'd my go, brain, I'd go this geezer. I w- yeah, I would have him on my party. He wouldn't be in my number one spot. He wouldn't be the first one. I'd be like, <laughs> I Venusaur, I choose you. Yeah, he would not live in the box for me. He would be on my belt. I would be snuggling up with this guy at night because. Oh my god! Imagine real. if you're lost in a forest. You could just sleep under him. He's a perfect. Tent. He's got thick fat. You're rain protected. You know they they defend their territory fiercely. You would not have to worry. You could no. be this Pokemon's bitch and not have to worry about anything. <laughs> if I was in prison, I would be the Pokemon, and he will be my Pokemon trainer. <laughs> I would buy him a drink and then say thank you. This is what we're going with the Venusaur. <laughs> I think that sums him up well. Good job. Well done, Venusaur, you terrifying man. You're good. Absolute unit. You are good. All right. Next week we get to Are You Excited? Because we're doing Charmander. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to have so much fun. I know. I love that little fella. So with that, you can look forward to Charmander next week. And thank you for joining us for Unknown Radio and covering the absolute unit that is uh, Venusaur. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Laters, taters. Wonderful. (laughs) 